All right, what's going on, everyone? Welcome to episode 21 of the All Day Cincinnati Sports Podcast. Uh, I'm Parker Fields here, as always, with my co-host, Donnie Menke. And we have a special guest today, Tim Daniel, the father of this podcast, um, on (laughs) to talk about the UC basketball program. So, Tim, what's going on? I prefer Big Brother. I'm not that old. (laughs) (laughs) Big Brother. All right. Um, Come on, kid. (laughs) <laughs> um, we're going to today preview the UC basketball program, tell you our thoughts on everything uh, for the season. Uh, and yeah, that's really all we're going to talk about. Just give you all our thoughts on UC basketball program and what they're going to do this season. So first off, uh, UC obviously didn't have the best season last year. I believe they finished 17 and 14, I want to say. Um, wasn't the best year under Wes Miller, but I think Wes Miller did a pretty decent job for the roster constructed. It wasn't a great roster by any means. The pieces really didn't fit. It was honestly like the Lakers of last season or this season without as much talent. <laughs> like It was like a less talented Lakers team. Like The pieces didn't fit and they weren't that talented. I mean, a lot of the team uh, was transfers with Wes Miller coming in. Like That was a good, a good portion of some of the players. So overall, it wasn't the best roster. Um, some subtractions from that team, of course, Mike Saunders Jr. And, um, of course, Mason Madsen. Those are some pretty big losses. They were pretty key bench players for the team. But I think they can be replaced pretty pretty easily. <laughs> but for last season's team, they were some key pieces off the bench, of course. Um, for a big addition this year, they got Landers Nolly, of course, from Memphis. Um, a nice, nice two-way player who could bring a lot of a lot of scoring if he shows what he did his first two years at Memphis to uh, Cincinnati. So, uh, Donnie, Tim, what are your thoughts on some of these additions, and what are your thoughts on some of these losses that you see lost this year? Well, I think they certainly lose a lot of speed in Mike Saunders, obviously, going uh, moving on. Um, they kind of use Mike Saunders as kind of that, like, change of pace guard to come off the bench and just attack the rim. And that was a lot of fun to watch. Truthfully, it was the sole reason I got excited to cover UC games there for a while. Um, but you know, bringing in Landers Nolly, I know Goodman had him at number 69 in his top hundred impact uh, transfers uh, on his list. And I think Landers just showed the ability to, you know, be a really good scorer at times. Like you said, Parker, uh, this is a guy who won an NIT uh, has you know recently played in the NCAA tournament, has played in Maui, so he knows what those days are like as they get ready to play Arizona in the tournament when he was at Virginia Tech. Um, and then bring in, um, what the heck's the kid's name from Indiana? Uh, Rob, uh, Rob Fennessy. Rob Fennessy. Rob Fennessy, thank you. Rob Fennessy, who also has played big-time basketball in the Big Ten. Uh, that's a really nice get for them. I'd probably see him probably as a backup to David Julius, but... I think bringing those two in is really nice for them. And they're really high on this freshman class uh, that they have as Wes is trying to kind of end this in the AAC run on a high note. I think they have the ability, but I do have a lot of concerns for their team as far as like their roster setup. Yeah. Um, I like to said um, for this freshman class, I really like skilling's potential, but I don't know how much he's going to impact this year. Um, I think, yeah, he's more of a they project, love him. I'd say, at this yeah. point. Yeah, they I like him, him, but I I really liked his high school tape. Like, he, he looks good. He'll be a contributor. I'm just not sure if that'll uh, come out this year. Um, yeah, that Landers Nolly is, is all that matters with the additions and subtractions. Like, he's by far the best piece either way. 
he, you didn't lose anybody nearly as good as him in the in the transfer or just graduation, whatever. He should be pretty big for the offense, but I still have real questions about their limitations offensively with even with the improved roster. They're just not sure where they're gonna get a lot of shooting from in this rotation. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm with okay. you on that. And me and Tim have talked a lot before about how that really was the big problem with UC last year. Like they just couldn't shoot the ball well very much at all. Um Landers Nolly helps that some, of course. Fennessey helps it a little bit as well. He didn't shoot the ball great last year at Indiana, but I think that was more of a he was benched. His confidence was probably down a little bit. He was used to being a starter, and that might have had something to do with that. Um, but, yeah, I like UC's uh, length on this team and some of their wings. Like I, like, I like how this team could defend the ball. I think they really could be a really good defensive team. But offensively, I just don't see a lot of scoring outside of Davenport Nolly and DeJulius. I just don't really see much scoring outside of those three. Yeah. And even Davenport to an extent doesn't necessarily it's more of a you. He, yeah, he just has so much heart and plays so hard that he's just getting he's all over the place mm -hmm. uh picking up scraps and scoring and everything. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah, he did give them 13 a game last year, but you know, it is definitely all hard because and you know, he did shoot 36% from 3 um on yeah. seven attempts a game, so mm -hmm. You know, he's not a guy that necessarily scares you, but he definitely has his moments of kind of making big, big plays for them. And so, yeah, I can, I definitely understand where you're coming from. I just don't fear him as much as I do necessarily more majority of the other guys. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. Um, he just, he's somebody you want on your team, but you're not necessarily going to hate playing. If you know what I mean? Like you want that kind of hustle and chip on your shoulder guy on your team. But if you're game planning against him, you're not pulling your hair out trying to figure out ways to stop him. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, I'd say he's, he's like a skilled, a lot more skilled Pat Bev in college basketball ranks. Like, <laughs> like you don't fear Pat Bev, but you want him on your team in that sense. Like you'd like him on your team, but like, you're not like, Oh, they have Pat Bev. Watch out. Nothing like that. I mean, he's a plus defender. I mean, he has been yeah. his whole career in college, so. Yeah. that That's the thing about this team. I really like their wings, and I really like how they could match up defensively. Like, I do really like that on this team. I think Ali could be, a like, an elite defender for them as well. Like, mm -hmm. just overall, I think they have a really nice defensive roster that could create a lot of matchup problems for a lot of teams. They're long. They could definitely get in passing lengths, create havoc, and I think that's how they're going to win. They're they're going to have to win ugly, in my opinion, if they want to have a good year. They're going to be an ugly team, but they could have a successful season playing that play style. Yeah, and to that, further that's... that point too, um, John Newman, I think, is a guy who can really provide a lot for them. Uh, he's you know he's always <laughs> been a really good defender, and last year actually shot the ball pretty well from three, so he can kind of be their three and D guy. And you know, talking to him, he really thinks he can continue to improve on that and be a really big contributor to this team offensively like he was last year. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you on that. Newman did shoot the ball last year. He was one of the few bright spots shooting the ball from uh, from three last season. Because like a lot of their guys didn't have the worst numbers, but it just like they weren't very high-volume three-point shooters. It's not like they were – taking a lot of attempts a lot of their guys is like two attempts and they shot 34 percent or something like not horrible percentage wise but if it's only on that volume i mean 
you can only take the stats with a grain of salt at that point because it's just not enough uh, data to look at and everything. But as far as this team goes, um, in terms of some strengths, we've talked about it a little bit, but can uh, can you guys give me some more strengths besides their defense and some weaknesses from this team? Because we've talked about strength defense, obviously. I think they've got the top-end talent to compete with everybody but Houston in the AAC because David DeJulius is that dude. Like He's a great yeah. point guard for, for Wes Miller's system. He's going to be a high-impact guy, possibly first-team all-conference. Like You've got a guy you know can take those late-game situations and handle them well. I'm excited to see how he matches up. You know, they obviously played last year, but seeing Kendrick Davis as Penny Hardaway's point guard is very different than at SMU. So I think that was probably the best transfer get in the country was Kendrick Davis yeah. going to Memphis. Um, so I'm really curious how they match up that David DeJulius versus him in those games. Mm -hmm. I think DeJulius has been, you know, to overcame what he, he did after that first year and how well he played last year down the stretch for them and kept them in a lot of games. Um, it was awesome. And, you know, so I think he's going to be a big, big part for them. I think he's a strength and I just think effort, you know, I know they got beat like by a lot of points in games last year, but it wasn't because they quit, you know, um, Xavier at Cintas, like they played hard. They just, Xavier was a better team. Houston yeah. obviously is better than a lot of teams in the country. Uh, they're a final four contender for a reason. And they came into Cincinnati and beat him by 20, but Cincinnati played hard the whole game. So, that matters, and I think that's going to be a big thing for them. It's, you know, also low-key underrated. I've been talking about this kid for a couple of years now. Victor Lockett. I feel like yeah. he needs to be used more. He's a good boss player. He's a really good basketball player. Yeah, he is. I would love to see him get more time on the team, especially with his potential on offense, and they're going to mm -hmm. need a guy who can who can make get some buckets. I think there's a role for him. It's just finding it, and I think Miller will be able to do that. I do, too. And uh, one thing from Landers and Ollie, <clears throat> me and Tim touched on this, uh, but he last year didn't have the best season. He had the worst season of his college career in his junior season. But I do think partially that was Jalen Duran and Amani Bates being there and Penny Hardaway trying to key everything towards those young guys and just make those young guys comfortable and everything. And Nolly just probably suffered a little bit a bit from that. And I think he could get back to his first season at Memphis and his Virginia Tech form this season. I really do think he could be maybe a 14-point-per-game scorer, something like that. Yeah, those yeah. two and Josh Bonneau, you know, that, that was a big thing for their offense last year. Yeah, yeah. it was. My And Nolly, he's not a, a black hole from three. So, like, he's somebody you can't – who can make shots. My question is just overall efficiency because he's never really been a good shooter inside the arc, and it, that's that's going to be tough to, to overcome when you, you get to though? better defenses. He huh. fully believes he is that guy with the ball. <laughs> he has no yeah. doubts whatsoever, and I <laughs> love that about him. No, that's a good – yeah, that's definitely a good trait to have a lot of times, especially those late shot clock situations like we talked about. If you believe you can hit any shot, it helps sometimes. That oh, J.R. Yeah. Smith, any confidence. <laughs> yeah, and if you're the if you're a top two scorer on the team, like go for it. Have that mentality. You're going to be better for it in the long run. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you ever seen this Peach Jam tape, by the way? I yeah. I have. Oh my god, <laughs> he was unreal. Yeah, he was a freak in high school for sure. Um, one thing I did want to talk about that 
I think they do have better than Xavier. It's like we talked about DeJulius, I think, is a better shot creator than Xavier has. Um, I think DeJulius just can get his own shot off at any time if, like, a play breaks down like we talked about earlier. And like we said earlier with Xavier, they have, like, Kunkel who would be doing that. And I just think uh, that's one facet of the game that UC does have better than Xavier. When the play breaks down, DeJulius can get you a shot. Yeah, I agree with that. That's part of where his his value comes up so massive. It's just yeah. that he can do that. And if if he can't get the shot, he's got the ability to pass it off and find the open guy. Like he's got good court vision and he's got good passing ability, which is just huge when you're only six foot, but he he makes it work. He's he just knows how to make it work. Yeah. I'm I'm curious if he can find like that that like um, kind of that middle, pa- middle of the pack for his play, and what I mean by that is if you look at like his first year at UC, he was passing the ball a lot. He had four point six assists a game. Last year he was down to two point eight, but he went up five points a game and scoring. And you know, in the way basketball is played now, he's a guy who shot thirty percent from three last year on five attempts a game, and. That's not going to make teams fear you. So, like, what is he going to bring them? He's really good at attacking the rim. You don't want to put him on the line. But, you know, what ha- can he continue to kind of go back to being a facilitator? And also, can he kind of make his three-point game a little better? Yeah, I agree with all that. Yeah, I agree with that, Tim. I mean, uh, the year before, he only shot 20% on four-and-a-half attempts a game. So, his three-point shooting has been shaky. He's got a nice mid-range game, so if he can step it out to three better, and that uh, honestly might have to do a shot selection too. I think that has a big factor in it. I don't think he can't shoot or anything. I think a good factor in that is shot selection, and if he gets some better looks, which also could be in fact to Landers Nolly, could also bring some attention his way so that teams aren't keying as much on the Julius and Landers Nolly could take a little heat off of him. Maybe the Julius could get some more, just step in open threes and the percentage would go up. I'm sure that's what UC is hoping for. Yeah. <laughs> at least definitely. partly. That's definitely part of Nolly's value. It's just he should open up some threes for the Julius and Davenport too. Like he should yeah. just help open stuff up with the, with his aggressiveness on offense. Yeah. They just, they're lacking depth, depth scoring, especially they don't really have anybody off that bench right now that comes to mind that just like, all right, like this guy's going to be like a big time scorer in our second unit. Like they're just like, they're lacking some depth on this team for sure. Like you talked about Donnie, they do have top end talent in that AAC conference, but depth wise they are lacking. I'd say. Yeah, there's just some unproven's in there. Like yeah. you really like Lockin, but he hasn't he Not hasn't much, sustained yeah. it. Yeah, skilling has hurt for potential. A long time. He was hurt. Um, you know, there's just Micah Adams Woods hasn't really lived up to his his potential, his hype. So like, he just if if they can prove themselves, if they can take those leaps, then UC's looking really good overall from a roster standpoint. But if not. If there's a couple injuries, even minor ones, it could be rough sledding. Yeah, that's probably the nail on the head. That's kind of the summary of what they could be this year. Agreed. Um, now let's just get into it, I guess. What is your prediction for the season? Do you think they make the tournament? Do you think they make the NIT? What is your guys' prediction? I think they hosted an NIT game this year. I think that they're kind of 
they're getting better, but they have not closed the gap quite yet. Um, I think they're one of the three best teams in the a- four best teams in the AAC. I don't think people realize how good Tulane has the upside to be. Like they're they're not a secret as if you like kind of the conference. Um, but I think they're more, you know, they were picked second in the AAC, and I don't see that. I think they're probably more the fourth or fifth. And it's not a knock on them. It's just kind of Houston's really good. Memphis is always going to be good. May not be great, but they're always going to have some fight to them with the talent they can get. Yeah, and they're going to have some on top recruits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's I, – I teetered between, like, last four in playing game type and first four out is probably the area I see them in. Um, and what, which side they're on kind of depends on – when did Julius and Nolly or click on all cylinders? If they're firing late in the season and they go on a tear toward the end of the year and they upset some of the top teams in their comp, like if they get a win at Memphis or something, they could be in. But if they if they don't if they don't get any of those top end wins, I could absolutely see this team in the NIT. Uh, I think they'll be they'll they're they're just borderline. If the depth pieces work out and make the improvements there, then yeah. I could see them being a safe, not a, a cut line team on Selection Sunday, but you need a lot of things to go right for that to happen. Yeah, I, I'm going to go about four or five seed in the NIT. That's what I'm thinking. Uh, I think they'll be cl- – uh, like, they'll have a good season overall. I think they'll have a better season than last year, obviously. But I just think they're going to lack some um, – some key wins to get into the NCAA tournament and stuff like that. It's just when you're in the AAC, it's just there's not as many opportunities. You got to make the most of your opportunities when you play good teams because you're not going to play a lot of teams that are projected to make the tournament. So when you play a Memphis, when you play a Houston, you got to make the most of those opportunities if you want to get in. And I just don't see it happening. But ceiling for this team, I would say, is in the NCAA tournament this year. I do think they could make it. Um, I'm not like I'm not going to predict it. I'm not going to go to Vegas and put some money on this or anything. But I do think it is possible. Um, I do like their roster. I like their versatility a lot defensively. I think they could be a really good defensive team, and I think they're going to make games a lot closer. But my only question with them is, can they get the scoring late in games? Can they get buckets late in games when the defense tightens up, when the muscles tighten up, when you're nervous? I don't know how much – scoring they're going to have late in games to close out games. I think there'll be a lot of close losses this year. Yeah, Can you imagine that if they go into Maui and they beat Arizona they round whoop one? Arizona. They drop yeah. 95 <laughs> points. And they beat San Diego State round two, and you're like, oh, okay. The big three. <laughs> Nolly, Davenport, and DeJulius all drop 30. They beat Arizona. <laughs> 90 to 89. <laughs> yeah, because they'll play you know, the next game there is San Diego State, Ohio State. So if they pull off a win, they're probably playing San Diego State. If they lose, they're probably playing Ohio State. And it's like, you know, either one of those games are decent matchups. I don't necessarily think Ohio State's going to be very good this year, as much as I'd like for them to be. But, you know, pretty fun. Agreed. Yeah, agreed with that. And then The Xavier we'll be... so game's going to be pretty important, too, the shootout in general. It yeah. just because we're those opportunities, whether Miller's coaching or not, Xavier's supposed to be a tournament team. If you can yeah. look good in that game, you help yourself quite a bit. 
especially sure. the fact that Xavier or not Xavier, UC does not have a strong non-conference schedule besides Maui. <laughs> they pretty much have Maui and then Xavier. That's pretty much yeah. it. Yeah. So the they do need to make technology the most isn't worrying anybody. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> <laughs> who, who do they got next week on Monday? Uh, Shamanad. Shamanad, yeah. Who just yeah. lost to Ohio State yesterday in an exhibition? Yeah, so. that's the Maui opener because they do the weird thing on campus. Yeah. Yep. Don and I saw Evansville play at Xavier in the first round of Maui. I have, I have nightmares about Evansville. And then they went and beat Kentucky the next week. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. We're like, man, <laughs> this is going to be a rough season for Xavier. And then, oh, wait, Evansville won in Kentucky. Maybe there's something. Nope. Still that was season. the COVID year, right? That was the year BJ before. Boston. Yeah. Oh, it was or was that before. COVID year? No. I think that was the November BJ Boston. Oh, that was November 2019. Oh, that was the. Pretty sure. That? Yeah. Oh, that was a yep. good Kentucky team. That team was ranked in the top five when COVID hit. Uh, that was actually a good or, team. No, it was. Were, sorry, it was 2018. I've got my dates all mixed up. It was 2018. Yeah, it was 2018. What team was they were that? number one in the country when they lost to Evansville. I'm just yep. trying to think of what team that was. 2018 Kentucky. I can't think. I don't know. They're all. I'm same. blanking. They're all <laughs> I'm blanking. Together. You can't get attached <laughs> to anybody on that oh, team. Oh, it was so. quickly. It was quickly's freshman year. So that team was. Oh, it's Tyler Hero, PJ Washington. That team. I couldn't think. Okay. Yeah, it was that team. But um, yeah, that was uh, all for episode 21 as we recap or previewed the UC basketball season. I hope you all did enjoy. Follow us on all the socials, like down below on YouTube. Leave a rating if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Thank you, Tim, for coming on. Thanks, guys. This was fun. And uh, we'll see you guys on the next pod. See you. See you.